Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here. I am the host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that's freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. But listen to me, please. We need to increase that reach to 1 million enslaved minds at a time. We are really running out of time. This is the beginning of a multi-part presentation. And yes, I'll mix in news and events and so forth with it. But what I'm finding is that when it comes to the future of civilization, not just here in America, but globally, there is a master plan And we all recognize an element of it here, a fragment of it there. And what I'm going to try to do is to give you a consolidated, conceptual, holistic view of what the top 300 people on this planet, whose names you never touch, names you never see, and voices you never hear, because they speak through their spokespersons like Klaus Schwab, and and they implement their actions and desired goals, through national leaders using international organizations like the WEF and the UN. I'll cover all that. But hear me and hear me clearly. I'm going to try to provide the average person who's coming into this just naked and understanding because we didn't grow up hearing about this. We're certainly not being taught about it in a conceptual way in the mainstream media. We just get fragments. And it's taken me years to consolidate this information into a holistic, understandable conceptual framework. And I'm going to attempt to share that with you over the next couple of days with a series of broadcasts. And ladies and gentlemen, this is not pretty. This is Satan at work. Let's make no mistake about it. The human beings are the target of this. And Genesis 6 talked about fallen angels sent to earth after losing in the cosmos one third of the angels rebelled against god and lost and they were sent here and what we know from people like vance davis former nsa his training taught him this they gave the biblical version without biblical references and then they said well they wanted to capture the human soul but they couldn't so they wanted to morph the human being into an unrecognizable state We're in the middle of that process of Genesis 6 being fulfilled along with what's in the book of Job and the book of Revelation. And so what I'm saying to you is not just based on sociological, historical, and political economic data. We're also going to be looking at this from a spiritual conception point because that's the baseline origin of all this. Truly, this is evil versus good. 
And we're going to try to hit it all for you right here on the show. And I hope that if you have questions, you'll ask. I'm going to do some uh, live events and I'll take questions as best I can. We certainly have to stay within the community guidelines if we're having these forums on YouTube. So I'd ask you to be mindful of that. And uh, we're going to get started in just a minute. But first, I want to show you a product. I just got a, a praise statement from someone today on the comment section about how they love the collagen product. Well, this is BioTrust. And this is essential multi-collagen, five types of collagen blended into one. And it crosses the blood brain barrier, blood brain barrier. And it, what it does is it replaces lost collagen. The reason your muscles hurt, your joints ache, you lose energy, your hair is falling out, your skin's wrinkling, it looks leathery, is because you've lost collagen. And by the time you're in middle age, you have lost over half of your collagen. And this is the only proprietary process that can replace it. That's right. They hold the patent on this product. Does it work? They give you a 60-day money-back guarantee, 53% off, and lots of other benefits that you'll see when you go to healthwithdave.com. That's healthwithdave.com. Look better, feel better, get more energy. It's part of our trep and trep, prep and train program here. And hopefully that's the last stumbling bumbling I'll do for the day. I want to just go through kind of an overview of where we're going. And uh, we're going to do four broadcasts today, and my intention right now is to bring you a broadcast that's live, and so we'll live stream it, and I'll announce it later in the day, but we're looking at more along the 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern time frame, because that's where I think we can reach the broadest audience. But ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever shared any of my work before, I'm asking you to share this. But I want to just lay down some basic facts where we're at. We're being sold a line of crap, a lot of crap. And here's what I mean. In the area of resources, we don't have enough food. We don't have enough water. Resources are short. And it's because of inequality and the gap is widening. Yeah, the gap is widening. But it's not because of you and me. And we live in a universe, let's just look at it from a physics standpoint. We live in a universe that's expanding, right? We all agree on that, correct? That's right. We know the universe is growing. That means natural resources are growing. We don't have a shortage of anything on this planet that's not contrived or due to geographic location, but mostly due to hoarding. Hoarding is the enemy of humanity. Let me give you a few statistics here. Okay, You'll see what I'm talking about here. First of all, 1% of our country owns $2 million in assets. The bottom 50% controls about 2% of the wealth. Did that sink in here? Okay. 1% owns 60% of the world's wealth directly that means mineral resources agriculture okay industry 60 percent directly controlled by the top one percent however the top one percent controls 90 percent of the wealth this is something i learned from patrick wood's book that i read in 1980 co-authored it with um uh 
the late Dr. Anthony Sutton. Uh, it was called Trilaterals Over Washington. And by the way, Pat has suffered a stroke. We hope he, we get him back in the saddle soon. I've had some communication with his wife. He's doing reasonably well. I'm going to follow up later today. But uh, keep Pat in your prayers, and I do mean that sincerely. Please pray for Pat's full recovery. He's a much-needed asset. But anyway, here's what I learned from Pat. I learned about the Rockefeller Empire in that book. And I learned that you didn't have to own everything directly to control it. And he introduced me to the concept I had really not considered. I knew about it, and I could uh, define it, but I didn't understand it. And he introduced me to the idea of subsidiary holdings. If I own Company A, and Company A, through various means, control of majority of stock ownership, direct ownership, okay, or control the market, I could own Company B. And Company B could control Company C, and on down to AAA, triple Z, quadruple, you get the idea. So you have these infinite chains going horizontally and vertically of subsidiary holdings. The other things that uh, the Rockefellers are really good at, and this is the way they got around the antitrust legislation of the Sherman and Clayton Antitrust Acts, respectively, is they created interlocking boards of directorate. And so that simply means that of the five members of a board, they controlled three of them. And the same three people might be on another board and another board. Now, there's been laws passed by the uh, government, and the SEC loosely enforces this, but not very well. So what they'll do is they'll have three individuals, but then three different individuals to control the next company, and three different, but they're from the same mindset, and they're on the payroll. And what I learned was how just how complete the Rockefeller control was over our economy, how much they controlled with government. And they were communists. Over Rockefeller Square, they had a hammer on one corner of a doorway and a sickle on the other. Their interests supported the Bolshevik Revolution. So did Wall Street, led by the war bug. No, that's not a verb. That was actually the name of a family. And then Mandel House, who worked for these people, actually implemented a lot of the philosophy that the Bolshevik communists took. It's all in our history. And this is the one thing we just don't teach our kids well enough. I had to get into college and have an enlightened professor before I learned this. And at first, I didn't believe it. And I went and researched it. Then I went to my dad and he goes, you're just learning this now? All right. So wealth distribution on this planet is phenomenally twisted, but it's not because of what you and I are doing. I I don't think I'm speaking to anybody here that's in that committee of 300. I don't think that at all. What I think is that you're being blamed and I'm being blamed for excessive consumption when we're not the ones to blame at all. The resource shortage comes from hoarding and then sometimes geographic location. When you build a city 800 miles from a water supply, you're vulnerable. If you're living in the middle of the desert and you're an agrarian society and you need water to be put into your community through irrigation, you're vulnerable. And so sometimes these shortages occur because of natural factors, but most of them occur because of resource hoarding. Let's just back up. One of the factors that led to World War I 
was the competition for colonies in Africa. You had Germany going against France, going against Great Britain, and they were in competition for precious metals and other resources that were really, really important, needed for industrialization. And the same thing was true on the other side of the world in Asia. Japan didn't have natural resources to speak of, so they had to go take it. And so they needed the rubber and the steel and everything else, and they invaded nations for that reason. So industrialization led to war, but it was about the monopolization of natural resources. And Africa was terribly victimized. And this is, they're just beginning to kind of emerge out of this in some countries like Nigeria, but they're hitting a roadblock. Nigeria's biggest natural resource is oil. And C40 cities are trying to impose their will on Nigeria. And the World Bank, which controls a lot of their finance through loans, well, they're decidedly anti-carbon and anti-fossil fuel. And that's not what Nigeria wants to hear. So there's a standstill and a standoff right now. And it's leading to conflict in Africa in places like Niger. And that's another topic for another time. But this idea of hoarding resources has been with us for a long, long, long time. It's not a secret. It has motivated wars for time immemorial. All right, let me give you another statistic. It's my estimate that we talk about the top 1%. Okay, let's talk about who makes up the top 1%. They're the people who often get educated or are really good entrepreneurs or both. And they move forward and they acquire money and they understand money management. And they're not like our government. They don't spend more than they take in. They understand things like compound interest and they save money and accumulate. And then it's passed on to the next generation. And that intergenerational wealth creates an upper middle class and an upper class. Now, the upper class are successful people. They're bright. They've earned what they've got. Now, sometimes they inherit it, but the origin of the money was based on talent and quality performance. But that's not the group we're talking about. The group that really runs the show that doesn't want competition that doesn't want you to acquire intergenerational wealth, and they want to stop the transmission of wealth. And if you look at the Biden administration and their tax policies, that's what they're designing to do right now. I mean, this is underway right now in our country to implement these policies. So what you get is what you die with. And it's just like an animal. They die. They don't pass anything on to their heirs. They don't have any heirs. Well, that's what they want here. How many people make up this extreme elite class? I hear four families. I hear 50 people. I think the number, and actually this was in a sociology book I taught out of uh, probably about 10 years ago, Daniel Henslin, um, great book. And he said, it's estimated about 50 people really control the world's wealth. I tend to think from the people I talk to, it's about 300. But does it really matter? Does it matter if it's four or 50 or 300 or even 5,000? Such a small, minute part of the population behind the scenes, the people whose names are not spoken publicly, control the decision-making. They're the powers behind the UN, 
the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab is not the boss of the World Economic Forum. He's the mouthpiece. He's not in control. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time he's doing what he's taught to do and the same thing is true for the bank of international settlement that controls all central banks on this planet including the federal reserve and so we're looking at an extreme minority and i want to destroy the myth that it's your consumption that is leading to wealth inequality Do we have waste that could be cleaned up? Yes. Do we throw away too much food? Do we deposit too much garbage? Are we polluting the oceans? Yes, yes, and yes. I agree with that. And I agree that corrective action could be taken and should be taken. But that's not all they want to do. They want to do things, these people, to civilization as a whole that have nothing to do with taking care of your environment. It has to do with controlling you. Tell me how the manufacture of a camera, okay, the manufacturing of camera. In China, by the way, they have one camera for every 1.5 people. Surveillance camera. 
Doesn't the manufacture of that somehow degrade the environment and use natural resource? And what's the purpose behind it? Controlling the people. You step out of line. We got facial recognition. We can even identify you by your gate. Oh, no, no, not the gate to your yard. I'm talking about the way that you walk, G-A-I-T, gate. I did not know that until recently. I know about facial recognition. I know about speech recognition. I did not know that they can even identify you by the way you walk. Oh, and the technology is so good right now. Uh, A lot of this is DARPA-related, so I don't know how much in government surveillance it exists, but they can lift your fingerprints. They can identify you by a retinal scan from space. The ways to identify you would shock you if you really took the time to learn. But think about this. One camera in China for every 1.5 people, and we're moving in that direction here. Britain is way ahead of us. Canada is ahead of us. Australia is ahead of us. But we're catching up, and it's all about control. And the manufacturing of these cameras is not a good effect on the carbon situation that we say we want to correct. And I've said before, if we could go all electric and it's feasible, practical, cost-effective, cost-equivalent to what we have now, then I would say let's transition it in. And that's what Joe Biden said. His idea of a transition was one day. He took office the first day, did away with the Keystone Pipeline. So much for transition, right? And then he was the one that first hoisted that phrase on us. We're going to build back better from what? Record economic performance from Trump? This is nonsense. Anyway, let's talk about for a second. Once we've established now that we're being controlled and manipulated by a very small minority, and your voice does not count, can we all agree from the bottom up do you think the people in Lahaina matter? What? Do you have any comment, Mister? No, no comment. They don't matter. Oh, we're not going to do the fifteen-minute smart city in Lahaina, and then we have all the documents from the state of Hawaii says it's exactly what they're doing, and they've been planning it for a long time. They lie. They lie about their lies. Do you remember? What was a two, three days ago? I did a presentation here, and I went through the meeting agenda. That's going to be held on September 25th, okay, for the Hawaiian Islands. And the entire topic is about smart islands. Oh, they don't use the phrase, but they use the catchphrases like resilient cities. Yeah, I mean, that's a catchphrase for C40. And C40 is the organizational um, group that's in in charge of producing smart 15-minute cities. And it's all the same thing. I'm going to break it down for you in detail in upcoming presentations. Okay, let's get into the biggest threats that the globalists fear. Those top 300 people, how many there are, and the top echelon of the 1%, what do they fear the most? They fear your numbers. They don't want humanity to rise up. This is why I think they they are in support of a lot of lifestyles that don't lead them to procreation. Uh, China's one-child policy, okay, unlimited abortion. I mean, the things that they promote do what? They don't bring life into the world. And they're saying there's too damn many of us, and they've got to cut back on the population, right? Do we hear that all the time? We have an unsustainable population. So the birth control pill, okay, and all of these variations of the birth control pill that are in effect. 
and they're they're actually being effective. Do you know what's happening to the marriage rate in America? Do you know that right now, uh, I'll just say this, to maintain your population, you have to have 2.1 births, and that's averaged over millions, okay? So there's not a 0.1 child. Well, there might be. He's serving in the White House. But anyway, 2.1 children, ladies and gentlemen, very much a part of this issue. Very much. Very much. 2.1. That's indisputable. Do you know what the birth rate is that you never come back from historically? This sociological, historical data. 1.8. When you go below 1.8, your nation never recovers economically. You don't have the labor force. You don't have things like people paying enough into the system to push people through with Social Security, pay it, play pay for senior citizen benefits like Medicare or Medicaid. This is why I think they don't want the old people around. When you look at the 15-minute cities, there's no plans for the elderly or the handicapped. I'll get into that in more detail later. But when you look at this, they don't want the numbers. And I think they don't want the numbers because they're afraid humanity is going to figure this out one day and they're going to rise up in numbers that can't be controlled. Just a theory. Okay, but let's get down to what they don't want. They don't want an educated public. George Carlin even caught this in the 1980s. He was talking about this. But if you go back to the foundation of the education system, ladies and gentlemen, we had an education system devised by the industrialists in this country, the globalists of their day. And they had all these immigrants coming into the country and they wanted this immigration to fill the factory jobs. And they realized at that time, 90% of the country was agrarian and lived in rural settings and might be a little hesitant to give up their farm life to move and live in slum lord apartments in places like New York City, work in dangerous environments, uh, not have any rights. Women would work until the day they dropped their baby at the ninth month. Child labor was common. And treating people, it's like a Pacific Rim country. It's why Adidas and these other countries, uh, companies go overseas because they can pay them what they want. They can put them in any conditions. There's no EPA. There's no industrial labor law rules to follow. And this is why they go overseas a lot. Well, we had that Mecca here until the unionization movement, but they didn't want people to be educated. They wanted people to get about a fifth or sixth grade education so they'd be smart enough to do their job, but not so smart and wise that they challenge authority. You notice where we teach things like um, American government and, and uh, the Constitution, political science. It starts at the senior level in high school and into post-secondary. If you're only getting to the fifth or sixth grade, three plus three is six. I have to produce six an hour. Okay, I got it. And it's all you needed. Okay, so they wanted a dumbed-down population. But this is not new. If we go back to feudalism, for example, everybody went to the Catholic Church at that time, with a few exceptions. But the services were held in Latin. Contante Domino, in excelsis, blah, blah, blah. And they're saying, I parlez-vous Francais. <laughs> no habla, Latin, right? They didn't know what the hell they were telling them. 
They could have been saying, you're the scum of the earth. We're taking advantage of you. You all have scurvy. You'll never travel. And you'll give most of what you raise on the plantation to the Lord and the manor and the king. And you'll give your life for him in a war. You won't question anything. No protests allowed. And you'll raise your kids to be good, obedient serfs. I don't know if that's what they were telling them, but they could have been. No one understood other than the Catholic clergy and the elite that were raised in Latin. Right Now, isn't it interesting? Latin also became the language of law and medicine. What professions pay the most? Usually it's things like law and medicine. So they wanted an elite class where the average people wouldn't have access to success. You see, you have to understand wealth is relative to these people. And if you learn nothing else from this today, here's what I think you really need to understand. If I have a quarter and you have a nickel, I'm rich and I can control you. I can outmaneuver you. I can buy you out. I can buy the politicians. I can make laws against you. But if you have a quarter and I have a quarter, I'm no longer rich. I can't let you get to that quarter. And a lot of the way the world is designed today, including this country, is to prevent you from getting that quarter. It's to keep you on a lower level. This is why they're trying to do away with heritability and and why they have probate and so forth. This is exactly why they do this crap. And you're saying, oh, gosh, Dave, I almost get this. I hope you do, because it's not taught to you very often. You have to have an enlightened professor who will teach you this, or they'll teach it to you in a way that this is the way it's supposed to be. This is your lot in life. Accept it. America has a caste system today. It's informal. It's not formalized in statute like it is in India, but it's just as effective. We used to have social mobility. The last generation was poorer than the next generation, and the next generation did better. That all changed under the Clinton administration in the 90s, and it was by design. Okay, so how do they control information besides a dumbed-down education system? The mainstream media. Six corporations, and this is taught in every journalism school, six corporations control 98% of the media. And today... You're taught how to not step on the commercial, coming in at the right time, maintaining eye contact with the camera. You're not taught about journalistic integrity, how to go out and find the truth, double source your information, document, document, document. They become mouthpieces for unscientific statements that are used to control us. That's the function of the media today. And they will stamp out anybody that comes along and says, yeah, but we have studies over here. Oh, shut up. Shut up, conspiracy theorist. We don't want to hear it. And then they'll go about vilifying these people. And then they use their big tech allies to censor these people and to cancel culture them. And, and uh, I mean, they fire everybody in a profession that doesn't go along with the prevailing goals. I didn't say knowledge. I said goals. Okay, now. Let me just explain to you a couple things that you can do. Number one, turn the damn mainstream media off. Don't ever watch them for any reason. Say, oh, but I like Jesse. Who does he work for? He's going to tell you as much as he's allowed to. They want to bait you in with, I'm standing up for you. 
but he's only allowed to go so far. And when you cross that limit, your name is Tucker Carlson. So turn off the mainstream media. Don't ever visit the, I'll tell you, I can promise you here, um, the mainstream media is never aired in my house and I don't even have a rule about it. It's just my family gets it. When Tucker was fired, that was the last time that we watched Fox News. It's the last time we will ever watch Fox News. Another thing, shop local. That's a smart thing to do. It helps you financially. When you shop local, the research from the Chamber of Commerce back when before they were captured by the globalists, the old research used to show that money stays in your community at a 16 times greater rate than when you go to the box stores. You go to the box stores when you can't get your stuff anywhere else. <laughs> but what a lot of you do, Amazon, you're shopping a box store for the most part. You're shopping a globalist corporation where the money does not stay in your community. You want to help improve your standard of living? You want to improve your city services, how the county paves your roads, how the state builds new highways, gives money to quality education? Well, then shop local. It's a big move in that direction. Also, teach your kids how to save. Get them in some kind of investment program when they're young. Teach them this stuff. Transmit generational wealth. But I'll tell you, we're going to cover later how this is really under attack. All right. Why do they want to control the mainstream media? To direct your buying habits? To propagandize you to accept a lesser status in life than you really should? The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Be entitled to. We have enough stuff on this planet. Um, anyone who ever went down the Tesla technology rampart and they wanted to bring free energy in that he demonstrated on New Year's Eve, 1899, when in Colorado Springs, he lit up the Capitol Hill area in Denver, 75 miles away. No wires, no meters. Uh, we don't have to even pay utility bills, people. It's a racket. We have, it's not, I hate to say the term free energy because it sounds magical, but we have wireless energy. And we're still living 100 years behind the times. The reason Tesla went to work for the Navy is because he was kicked out of the elite circles as being the darling scientist because he talked about giving utility power to people for free. And that's not what people like Westinghouse wanted to hear. We have so much technology that we're not using. And we see it over and over. When did the Internet uh, become uh, a viable source? Oh, the 90s, you say? No. It was in 1966 when it was adopted as a communication system in case nuclear war took down our communications. That's a 30-year gap. When did microwave ovens come in as a convenient way to cook your food? Not recommended to do very much, but when did that come in? Oh, the late 1970s, you say. No, it didn't. 
Tesla was demonstrating that power in World War II. 30-year gap. Your technology is retarded on purpose. It's withheld on purpose. You know when Enron fell? Enron didn't do anything wrong. These were made-up bullshit crimes by the Department of Justice. And you know why? Because they were working on wireless technology. And how do I know? Because my mentors, Bill Pollack and Vance Davis, were leading an effort to work with them on a private basis. And they smashed Enron for this. I had a small role in this, and it was a small role, but I was connected to it. I saw it firsthand. I was on conference calls with executives from Enron. I heard it all, folks. And we were really fearful they were going to come after us. And we hadn't done anything wrong but say, well, we'd like to build this community, the San Luis Valley in Colorado, and have it be wireless and so forth and and uh, bring in all kinds of new Tesla technology. Bill Pollack, the late Bill Pollack, was a genius. And he was my mentor for in this business. And I saw them get smashed. And Bill was able to walk away, and so was Vance. And I, to a lesser degree, I wouldn't have been one of the principals. Um, but I will tell you this. I have seen firsthand how technology is withheld from the public and people aren't allowed to be their full and productive selves. Wealthy need an underclass. Wealthy need to control one level of things and they give everybody else a cheaper, less expensive version and it's all about control. Remember, if I have a quarter and you have a quarter, nobody's wealthy. If I have technology access that the wealthy has technology access to, then I have as much power as they do. This is all about power, people, and you need to understand that. The C40 cities, the smart cities, and everything else that's coming is all about that. Now, I want to conclude with a real brief here, and I'll develop this in more detail. The Tenth Amendment was put into our Constitution by the Founding Fathers to prevent a tyrannical government from representing a minority of interests that would enslave the rest of the country. Well, we have bypassed the Tenth Amendment. I'll give you one example. The Department of Education at the federal level has done nothing but wreck education. Since they came online, education has done this. It's gone downhill dramatically. It's by design. They want to dumb down population. Oh, no child left behind. What they should have called it was no child left with a behind because it's exactly what happened. Race to the top. The top of what? Enslavement, serfdom, slavery. I mean, this is what this brings us when we dumb down our children and now their options are so limited and they work for the man. Because see, knowledge is so available today and we have such technology. You have to create barriers if you're the wealthy because I want to be the only kid on the block that's rich. And you have to understand, this is really the driving force. And then at some other level, on a spiritual level, this is inherently evil. We'll cover that in a different broadcast. But the idea was to rob the sovereignty from the people, eliminate the Tenth Amendment, create these federal bureaucracies that violate your rights every single day. They make up their own laws, which is unconstitutional. How many times you hear the EPA? The EPA has decided that. The FCC has decided that. Wait a minute. That's supposed to be the function of Congress, not a bunch of unelected bureaucrats that are left as coup cases that think they have the right to control our daily lives. But that's exactly what's happened to us. In fact, actually, I'm going to be doing a presentation later in the day that's going to talk specifically 
about eliminating 90% of the federal agencies. And I'll walk through the major ones and tell you how we'll never miss them. And then I'll also tell you exactly how we get rid of them and what would replace them. You know, the answer is nothing local, local control, local, 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 local. We shouldn't be looking at the federal government as lords and servants over us. We should be looking at the federal government as a way to implement the will of the states on a national level. That's what it was intended to do. Now it's a dictatorship from the top down. And this is what's going to enslave you and what's coming with the civilization they're trying to create for us right now. So we'll be getting into that uh, in more detail, and I'll break that down for you at a later time today. But uh, I, I hope we're on the same page. I hope you're saying, okay, I see a need to learn about this now. I've given you the philosophical underpinnings, overarching view of how they view wealth, how they view you. You are scum. You are stupid. You are useless eaters in the words of Henry Kissinger. You're not a person. You're an object to be manipulated for their profit. And this will become really apparent as we break down the future of what's going to be done to us, unless we're smart enough to stand up to it and say, no, we don't consent. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Please share this far and wide. Thumbs up, like us, make sure you're a member of what we do really well, in-depth documentaries with expert guests helping you navigate this BS we're going through. That's the commonsenshow.tv. We'll see you over there. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back here later today. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at the TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.